News Talk 98.7 WOKI presents Around the House with Scott Brokamp, your weekly source for home maintenance and improvements, home services, hobbies, lifestyle, and just about anything you'd find to do around the house. And now, here's your host, Scott Brokamp. Well, good morning, East Tennessee. Welcome to Around the House. My name is Scott Brokamp. I am founder and co-owner of His Security and Technology, locally owned and operated right here in East Tennessee, home in Knoxville. Gotta love it. Uh, man, I hope that that cold weather just stays trapped somewhere away from us. So I don't care where it stays, mountains, I don't care. Just keep it away. Keep it away. Well, you know, it is East Tennessee, and there's one thing about our beautiful area right here, and that is there is always something to do no matter what there is always something to do but if you're just looking for something to do for yourself this weekend let me give you a few ideas the knoxville flea market is celebrating its grand opening weekend at the jacob center in chilhowie park hours today are 10 to 6 lady vols softball team is playing in the shriners children's invitational tournament down in clearwater florida they play two games today Maybe that is. They got some weather coming in. Uh, supposed to be at noon against Georgia Tech and then another at four versus UCLA. Again, uh, may or may not happen. I know as of last night, they were shifting schedules around. Kind of crazy. So uh, let's hope Let's hope today's a better day for our Lady Vols than uh, yesterday. It was uh, man, a tough outing for our ladies yesterday. The Knoxville Ice Bears take on the Macon Mayhem tonight at the Civic Coliseum. Intermission Entertainment tonight will be the ever-popular Wiener Dog Races. Puck drops at 735. <clears throat> and then the 8th-ranked uh, Vol- Vols basketball team take on Vanderbilt this evening at 6 at the Food City Center. SEC Network has TV coverage, and you can listen to the game on our sister station, WIVK, the flagship station of the Vol Network. For more info on all the events happening around town, go to visitknoxville.com. That's visitknoxville.com. Well, hopefully you had an opportunity to come down to the Dogwood Arts House and Garden Show last weekend. It, uh, it definitely was a great show. Got to meet and see so many people. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to spend as much time there as I'd like, but, uh, it's been a good day there Friday. It was it was a great show and again the largest fundraising opportunity that Dogwood does uh, for them to be able to continue to give back to our community. <clears throat> All right, a 2022 survey for the Society of American Florists shows Valentine's Day is the number one occasion for floral purchases. I guess I feel bad cuz I didn't buy anybody flowers. They estimate 250 million roses are produced just for this one day. Who got roses this week? Well, raise your hand. Let us know. Shoot us a text. That's the way it is now, right? Just shoot us a text. We don't care about raising your hand. But did you know that today is another special day? It is Random Acts of Kindness Day, a day set aside for kind gestures. No matter how big or how small, the point is to make someone's day a little brighter. Wait a minute. Shouldn't it be every day? All right. Well, my first guest here on Around the House combines the best of both Valentine's Day and Random Acts of Kindness Day. She is with Random Acts of Flowers, a local nonprofit that repurposes floral arrangements to lift the spirits of people in area medical facilities. 
Here to tell us more is the executive director of Random Acts of Flowers, Allie Slavic. How are you, Allie? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Good. Did I get it right? You did. You all did. right. All right. Great that's job. That's perfect. You know, I've got one of them funky last names, so I always try to get it right. Uh, man, I'm so glad you're here. It, you know, what you guys do is just, I mean, it's so amazing. It, it just really is. Uh, I, I, you know, tongue in cheek kind of joked about it, but it, we need, like, every day needs to be random act of kindness day. I could not agree more, and thank you for saying that. Um, I mean, I know I'm a little biased, but I believe wholeheartedly in uh, leading with kindness and really pouring back into the community that you're a part of, and that's exactly what Random Acts of Flowers does uh, mm-hmm. by really working with people who are experiencing uh, strong moments of adversity or facing injury, illness, or the aging process. Yeah, well, I mean, let's face it, <clears throat> your job, you, you see a lot of different things, but, uh, well, you pretty much get to provide random acts of kindness every day. Every single day. It's so much fun. That must be why you're so happy. I'd like to think it's a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe part of it was uh, how, I, how I started here. But, um, yeah, it definitely helps lead me through the week when you know you're um, bringing moments of kindness and joy around town. Yeah. Well, so... Let's talk about that a little bit. What? How did you end up here at Random Acts of Flowers? Absolutely. So um, as a Knoxville native, I had been very aware of the work that they do in the community uh, because it really is so important. And you think about, you know, who has experienced injury, illness, or the aging mm. process? Everyone. Right. So it's something that everyone can benefit from. And I had followed them along for uh, quite a while. And being in Vol country, um, it's hard not to have that community spirit and want to pour back in and um who does it better than random acts of flowers so i found my home there and um i'm digging in well that is that is awesome so what i mean you kind of told us a little bit what is the mission what is the desire of random acts of flowers absolutely so um really the mission and our heart and soul is making sure that we can improve the emotional health and well-being of individuals um, in healthcare facilities. So when you're at that moment, um, you know, maybe you've had a longer extended period of stay or you're feeling a little isolated or lonely, uh, being able to have uh, somebody come and bring an unexpected, Mm. you know, bouquet of flowers um, can really just boost you and carry you through the week. And then we're able to do that by donated florals. So rather than these flowers going straight to the landfill we're able to give them you know a second moment of kindness and joy and gift them to somebody who could really benefit from them that's now that's awesome that's awesome so do you guys do you deliver the flowers the whole nine yards we absolutely do so um Our volunteers are entirely the reason we're able to accomplish our mission every single day. Uh, They pick up flowers from local grocery stores. They're donated from weddings and events. And then they put them together, repurpose them into these beautiful arrangements. Our volunteers are so talented. Uh, And then we get to go and personally deliver those at, you know, whether it's a hospital, a nursing home, a healthcare facility, or maybe just a pop-up clinic. Um, or even outpatient services, really able to partner with these organizations in the community that can, you know, take them to somebody at their house where they need them. 
So have you taken part in the delivery process? Oh, gosh, yes. And it's memorable. Uh, It's not for everybody. I definitely left and sat in my car and cried. (laughs) Uh, Happy tears only, happy tears only. Uh, Because it can really move you when you get to encounter somebody that's um, really experiencing a moment Mm. and you're able to be there for them and comfort them. And when it's a complete stranger, the vulnerability between two I, there's no word for it, um, but I think everyone could benefit from at least going on one delivery. So I, I, I'm just going to ask, what what is what is like the most popular response? Uh, let's see, a smile for sure, and then probably followed by, "Who got these? Yeah, <laughs> Are these I from figured. my son or my daughter, yeah. or and they're just from somebody who cares? Just you from know? somebody, uh, and yeah. you know." No matter what, right, whenever, when something happens to us and it's just from nobody that we know, nobody in particular, and it is simply just a random act of kindness, mm-hmm. I, I know that, I mean, those are the moments in our life that we really remember more than anything. Um, I, I, yeah, I, absolutely. I subscribe to a, a daily email newsletter, and one of the things is is there is a random act of kindness type of story at in every single one mm-hmm. and you know the great part about it is that's kind of how i start my day but you know so no matter what it, there's there's something about just seeing how uh, we come together as community as people and and really just kind of help each other out and yeah. and all in all that is i mean Man, that needs to be every day. It that really just does. needs to be every day. If we could figure out how to be kind to one another, I think that would be amazing. Okay. Well, we're going to have to be kind to our sponsors right now because it's time for us to take a short little break. But we will be right back, and we're going to tell you how you can help provide random acts of kindness through random acts of flowers when we come back here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. Thanks for joining us this morning. Hopefully you've got a nice cup of coffee or tea or whatever it is that you choose to start your mornings with. I know I, my business partner, he starts his day with a Diet Coke. I just, uh, that's, that's his caffeine, he says. I'm like, well, you know, to each their own, I guess. Not everybody likes coffee, but, uh, but we just appreciate you. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you joining in. Hey, if you've got uh, questions for us, comments for us, don't hesitate. Give us a call. Shoot us a text, 865-656-8255. That's 865-656-8255. If you are just joining us, so I am speaking with Allie Slavic. She is with Random Acts of Flowers. And... Uh, Again, if you're just joining us, man, this is this is a joy-filled episode right here, and I'm so grateful just to just to have you here. Well, thank you. I'm grateful to be here. So we didn't really get to it in the first segment, but mm-hmm. tell us how did how did Random Acts of Flowers come to be? How did it come into existence? I'd love to. So we are a local nonprofit started by Larson J in 2008, and 
he had a near-fatal incident and was in UT Medical Center for an extended period of stay. And during that time, he was blessed enough to receive numerous floral donations, you know, outpouring support from friends and family, which uh, I'm sure felt overwhelming and comforting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when he was being discharged, looking around the halls at the patients in neighboring rooms, realizing, you know, these people have been here for a while too, but maybe hadn't received the same level of flowers or any at all. And so just, you know, an act of kindness, just what we're talking about, he decided to spread some cheer and share those flowers he'd received with uh, the people on his floor. And was just met with, you know, wow, this is special and gratitude, I'm sure, from from all those people. And uh, Larson then took that, decided this is something we need all over and, you know, shot right out of a cannon. And here we are 15 years later uh, with thousands of deliveries, uh, hundreds of thousands. Um, 15 years. 15 years. That's I mean, that is amazing in itself. It really is. I mean, it, it's it's hard for nonprofits to, to make it as it is and, and to be 15 years and to be doing as well as you guys do. Yeah. Um, that, you know what the reward of being kind shows in your organization, doesn't it? It absolutely does. I mean, you get to feel it uh, with every delivery, with every interaction with a volunteer, um, you know, floral donors, every single step of the process. So, we, we touched on a little bit about how this works. So take us through in detail. So where do the donations come from? What happens? How do they get distributed? And, and of course, I know everybody's wondering, how do I get somebody's name on this list? I know it. So that's one of the things that I think is so special about our mission is how it works and the process behind it. We uh, completely recycle and repurpose flowers and floral accessories. So you think about those flowers in a grocery store or sitting on a table during a banquet or a wedding. What happens to them afterwards? You know, they might get thrown away. But they're in perfect condition still. So we're able to really provide um, a you know, an extended life for them and to share that love by uh, repurposing them. They're donated to us by local grocery stores, uh, weddings, events, funerals. Um, and then we take them, our volunteers kind of prep them, make sure that, you know, trim off the ends, get them looking the best they can, and then rearrange them into donated vases. So we also receive thousands of vases from the community that we're able to keep out of the landfill and give, you know, a second purpose of life. Um, whether it's, you know, a traditional vase or, I mean, people get really creative with what they donate. It could be a wine bottle with the top cut off or plastic containers around the house that they've painted and decoupaged or mod podge, really cool containers, um, putting all those together and then uh, delivering them out to the community. All right. That's just, <laughs> that's just awesome. I mean, I'm just, my, I'm, my head's over here spinning. I'm just thinking of multiple ways and things to do to be able to just kind of take part in, yeah. in doing that. Um, so volunteers are a huge part of the mission. So how how do people get involved? How can people help you guys other than obviously financial donations? Absolutely. So um, we need volunteers all the time. So whether it's, you know, prepping, arranging the flowers or going out and going on deliveries or driving our 
our big old flower van <laughs> around town, or if it's something um, you want to do on your own time. Like I mentioned, you know, painting those vases at home. There are so many ways to get involved. You don't have to be a floral designer or floral <laughs> expert, which I think is so special. We've got some volunteers that just come in and wash vases for us, and that need is great, and they help fulfill that. So I think the first step is, you know, following us on social media or uh, going out to our website and applying online. Um, or, you know, we always love when somebody pops by the workshop and just wants to come and see it in action and we can help work through to see which place they'd best be, they'd best be fit. But again, you don't have to be a floral expert by any means. Well, that's good. Yes. I, 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 <laughs> you know, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, me and plants, we don't really get along real well other than I need them to live. So me either. Uh, and yeah, thankfully it wasn't a prerequisite for this <laughs> job because uh, I do not have a green thumb. I just appreciate them. Uh, well, it, the best way to find uh, random acts of flowers, just go online. You can find them at rafknoxville.org. That's R-A-F for random acts of flowers. Knoxville.org. There is plenty of information on their site. Uh, and, and just listen, I, just go and peruse through the multiple web pages and learn a little bit about what they do. Mm. And I, I'm just going to tell you, you can't even, you can't even go to the website and not, not have a smile. Yeah. You just can't. Uh, and, and I'm, you know, like I'm sitting here, like I said, I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, that, what would be, that'd be a great project for like, you know, middle school, elementary school to have them all decorate a vase and you yes, know we've had girl scout troops come in and um it's so special to see them get to do that and knowing how it's going back into the community but then also when somebody receives that vase and gets mm -hmm. to see you know how it was put together and can really infer who did it it makes it just so much more special that uh i, I just I, I don't know like i said uh, it the ideas are running wild so uh, what are, are there requirements for volunteering? I mean, age wise. Yeah. So we like volunteers to be, uh, 16 years or older. Uh, we do have some opportunities, like I mentioned for those younger crowds, um, if needed. Um, but they wouldn't, we are an active workshop. So there are materials, clippers, things like that. So we really want to make sure that, um, it's a safe environment. <laughs> so 16 years or older for in the workshop. Um, but outside of that, just uh, ready to serve and um, ready to give back to the community. This really is something that um, anyone can take part in. There is a volunteer job for everyone, which is, I think, so special because we serve everyone. All right. I mean, look, even no matter what, even somebody like me, I can I can at least sweep up the clippings off the floor. I'm telling you, we'd find right? a job. Yeah. Putting the compost out or, hey, driving the van's quite the fun job. You get to go around town and pick up those flowers from local grocery stores. Mm. It's, it's And then you're driving a flower van. It's so fun. You feel like you're king of the road and repping a good cause. <laughs> so you, it's truly flower power, right? It is really that, is. Mm. It really is. You know, I, I just, I, I mean, I, I just, I want to, I want to be able to take part in a delivery, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously that's, that's the best part, right? Uh, but all the work, there's so many, so many different pieces to the puzzle to make all that happen. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I'm going to, we'll save this till the next segment, but we want to talk about how, how people become recipients of these random acts of flowers, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and go through there, but 
you guys, uh, you know, I'm just kind of perusing on your website here, but you've got multiple ways for people to be able to get involved. Mm -hmm. Um, there is the perennial society membership, Mm -hmm. individual volunteer opportunities, group opportunities. So, you know, like I'm a Rotarian We're we always look for opportunities of ways that we can help give back to our communities. Um, you know, so if, if you're a part of a community group yourself and you're looking for something to do to help give back to our community, here's a great opportunity for you. Um, you know, I, I just, so how your workshop, how many, is it open? You open five days a week, six days a week. So we are open Monday through Friday, but our active kind of volunteer days are Monday through Thursday. We have, um, again, the process behind it is what's so cool. It's Mondays and Wednesdays. We bring in flowers and we prep them again. You want to make sure that, uh, the quality that we're putting out to somebody, we want it to be uh, really look like a spectacular bouquet. Um, so they're helping ensure that. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays, volunteers get to arrange them into these I mean, uh, outrageous creations. You'd think that all of the volunteers on the arranging days are florists or experts. It's beautiful. Um, and then delivery days as well, which I think everybody could use uh, one delivery in their life going on one. It's, I mean, it impacts you for a while um and then we have uh so monday through thursday are those typical volunteer days but um our volunteers really kind of help throughout that we've got 280 active volunteers in our system they you know we have an email blast for Mm -hmm. when we have a need so maybe it's a saturday night there's a wedding out at castleton farms a volunteer will you know pick that up with the email blast and you know swing by and then drop it off our workshop so it's really kind of um, even if you aren't available during those typical business hours, Monday through right. Thursday, there's so many different opportunities, you know, weekends, after hours, little things here and there. So how how many volunteers does it take to just base operation? What's it take to keep you guys moving? All those 280 that we have are vital to keeping us mm-hmm. going. I mean, everybody plays a part. So we have probably, I'd say about 20 to 25 in a workshop at a single day taking part in those floral activities right Mm. there. But then you think about all the added things that we need. Um, So it really, it's an entire community pouring into one bouquet of flowers. And I think that makes it even more special when somebody receives that and getting to Mm. see how many hearts made that happen. Wow. It, I think it makes the gesture, the impact is double, triple. Yeah. It's special. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, uh, you know, Allie, this is, this is, I hope that our listeners are getting as much satisfaction out of this as I am. <laughs> Just knowing that the difference that you guys make in people's lives, in our community. And you know what? When you go on the rest of your day today, I hope that as you partake in your day, that you will remember this and that you will just produce some form of random act of kindness to those that you encounter today. Mm-hmm. We are going to take a short break. And when we come back, well, Allie's going to let you know about some special events that they have coming up, and uh, we'll take you through that process of getting involved. We'll be right back here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. You know, that whistle goes very well with our conversation this morning. It's just calm, soothing. It cannot 
help but bring a smile to your face. I agree. I, that is definitely one one bit that I love about this show. I will I will whistle and hum that tune the rest of the day. I always do every single Saturday uh, without fail. So I hope that you do too. And, you know, one of the things here on Around the House that uh, I proudly like to, to boast about is, yeah, we talk about remodel. We talk about things around the house that you do. But you know what? Your house is probably a lot like my house. And we talk about a lot of things. And some of those things that we talk about with our kids is is kindness, is giving back to our community, supporting our community. You know, um, this show doesn't just revolve around construction and remodeling. Uh, that is a huge part of it. But, you know, as I as I tell people that I meet, about what we do here on this show is we really do. We talk about whatever topic may come up at your dinner table, whether it's honey, what color do we want to paint the walls? Or I wish we could add this onto the house or redo this. It's also about those conversations that we have with our kids, uh, you know, sports and, and humility and kindness and love are big topics around the table of my house. So, I am so glad that I have the opportunity to talk to local organizations uh, like Random Acts of Flowers and other nonprofits here locally. And and hopefully that these are conversations you're having in your house. So, um, you know, Allie, Allie is here with us from Random Acts of Flowers. And as she was telling us how this got started, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Larson J. And if you've met Larson, you'll know he is he's quite a dynamic individual. Um, yeah, he is. He's uh, I, I, I've had the opportunity to spend a little bit of time with him here and there and in a few places. And, and just I've always just so much enjoyed him and his company uh, and just his being as a person. So yeah. I'm so glad that. He came about this wonderful idea. I am too. To yeah. start Random Acts of Flowers. So <clears throat> if you want to learn more, find out how to volunteer, find out how to get involved, find out how to donate. The best way to do that is simply go online. Go to rafknoxville.org. That's R-A-F for Random Acts of Flowers. rafknoxville.org. And you will find all that you need to be able to get involved mm-hmm. and, well, start just another adventure of giving back to your community. Uh, Allie, we were we were talking a little bit, and I mentioned it earlier in the show, mm-hmm. is I'm sure everybody's wondering who is able to be the benefactor of this random act of kindness. I'm glad you ask. Uh, I think about this past week it being Valentine's Day, and we did have a few people stumble in our doors trying to buy bouquets of daisies <laughs> or roses. Um, so we, um, while we do receive requests of, you know, my mom would really benefit from this, I think what makes our mission so special is the fact that these acts are completely random. When you receive that bouquet of flowers, you know that nobody had to do this. It was mm. truly they just wanted to. Um, so it's really partnering with healthcare facilities for any individual experience injury, illness, or the aging process. 
you know, we go to children's hospital and have those younger crowds, but then we also go to hospices and nursing mm -hmm. homes. Um, we really work with those medical providers to help identify people who might be in those extended periods of stays, um, have more, uh, maybe less visitors or isolation, really those who this impact would have a greater, um, mm -hmm. a greater feel towards. Um, and what we found is it's so special when somebody does have that bouquet of flowers, um, they really have, um, you know, Studies have shown, we partnered with UT, that they have um, uh, lower ratings of pain. They end up having um, lower uh, blood pressure, more optimistic outlooks. So it re really medically has ended up being such a huge benefit for people experiencing it as well. Um, but we don't take those requests for individuals, um, but we absolutely will, you know, if you have a healthcare facility in mind, we'll add that to the route. I mean, we serve Knoxville and the greater county. So I think we served 11 counties in total. Oh, wow. Yeah, this past year. Um, so, uh, you know, if it's within a 40 minute drive, sometimes an hour, it's not too far. Um, and we're always taking recommendations to reach new healthcare facilities and broaden that reach. Well, and I'm, I, unfortunately, I'm, I'm sure that you don't run out of places to be able to help support. Yes, that's so true. You know, so it, it just makes me think because I, I know several folks in my life who mm -hmm. are nurses or have been, have worked in the medical profession. And one of the things that I know I have heard stories about is how their heart bleeds for some of their their patients and and there's a line that they they just they can't cross yeah. and and this gives them an opportunity mm -hmm. to be able to kind of show some kindness and some care and compassion when the obligation and duty in the line presents itself to them this gives them kind of an, an out and an opportunity I, it's so fun talking about going on deliveries earlier. You walk into a hospital on a delivery day and you can see the staff's face light up too, because it really is a fun day for everyone. And, um, a way that we kind of, you know, quote unquote, measure our success is not just by the number of deliveries we're able to happen, but testimonials that we receive. Mm. And oftentimes we even receive them from those healthcare providers about how special it was for a patient that they'd really been interacting with a lot lately and how it boosted that day. I mean, talk about being brought to deers, reading those testimonials, whether it's calls or handwritten letters, emails that are sent in. Um, they move you. We received one last month about um, a woman whose mother or father was in hospice. She had just lost her mother the year before. She's an only child, and both of her parents were only children. So she said this, you know, summing up her father's life was just up to her at this point. And she had a really rough day and came in, and that bouquet of flowers, it just hit her, and it carried her through that week. You know, and hearing something like that, you don't know if it's somebody in because they, you know, broke their leg and they're just having a tough time or experiencing a moment like that. Yeah. Um, it's so wild and so special. Well, you, you know, I, I, I try to teach my girls that, you know, God has a funny way of always just giving you what you need when you need it. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's, I've I've been on the side of being able to provide the touch when it was needed. Mm -hmm. I didn't know, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? I mean, I had no idea. And just like me, I mean, periodically, 
going throughout my day. Somebody will be on my mind, and and I will just send them a text. Hey, yeah. don't know why you're on my mind. Thinking about you. Say a prayer for you. Love you. Need if you need anything, let me know. You yeah. know. Um, I mean this this just kind of like takes it to a whole other level. Well, and I'm glad you said that. I mean, a big portion of the floral donors that we have are from funerals, and you think about mm-hmm. such a you know, hard time in somebody's life experiencing the loss of a loved one. And when we have individuals donate to us, um, we get this beautiful moment between them and this connection of they're able to provide, you know, another little um, tribute to that person's legacy and act uh, of kindness that that individual was able to give when leaving this earth. It's so special. And knowing that, you know, something um, from them is going to bring you know, happiness to others, it really is so special for their families. And it's been, I mean, we share a lot of tears over those as well about um, how beautiful those moments can be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no doubt in just, I don't know, just thinking about that is the impact that it makes. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you, you know, I mean, look, uh, unfortunately in life, uh, death is a part of life yeah. and, and sometimes it comes a lot sooner than it should, or we would like for it to, yeah. and to to be able to bring life from that mm-hmm. is is just that's something that I hope that I can carry on right as a legacy to my kids mm-hmm. is is being able to provide some type of long term existing remembrance of yeah. of me and. And I think, like you said, you know, when when we pass and we have that celebratory moment or mm-hmm. morning, that celebration of life or the morning of death, however that you perceive that, mm-hmm. to know that that memorial mark can now be turned in to one of the most joyous occasions yeah. in somebody else's life. Um, I, I mean, that. That just, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say after that, right? Well, and uh, I mean, we've gotten some, we'd like to think that it's something special for that family too, just based on some of the comments that we receive. It's, yeah. it, it offers them a little bit of, um, you know, comfort during that time, sure. knowing they're able to do this. And you think about our volunteers uh, too. There are so many volunteers that you talk with, and yes, they're doing incredible things for the community. But getting to do this is just as much for them. I think about when I do mm. something nice. Yeah, I'd like to think I'm only doing it for the reason to be nice. Right. But in reality, I get a great feeling from it yeah. too. And so um, it's two sided. It's both people benefit from being kind to each other, and I think that ties back into this whole purpose of the day. Is you want to those random acts of kindness we all benefit from it, both sides. So there's really no reason to not lead with kindness and have those moments. That's right. You're, you are absolutely right. All right. So I do want to, how, how it can somebody get in touch with you guys? If they have some flowers that they want to donate, they've had a party, whatever the, the situation is, what's the best way to contact you guys to be able to get those to you? I think the best way would probably be calling our workshop. So it's 865-633-9082. Uh, or emailing us at info, I-N-F-O, at org. So either of those ways, um, we're able to navigate any question that you have. We also have those uh, pop-ins at the workshop during normal business hours, and I um, 
never say uh, no to being able to kind of walk through our workshop and give a little impromptu tour. It's really fun to get to see the mission in action. Um, but I think the best ways are call or email, and uh, we can really help navigate any question that you might have. Awesome. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, if you need to donate some flowers to, well, carry on some some kindness, compassion, and love to others. There you go. Just get in touch with our folks at Random Acts of Flowers, and they will help you uh, accommodate that. So we are going to take a short break, and when we come back, well, we're going to talk about some special events that are coming up and, uh, of course, remind you how you can get involved as well. We'll be right back on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Well, good morning, East Tennessee. If you're just waking up and you're just tuning in, I just want you to know this very important fact. Today is Random Act of Kindness Day. Be kind. Pass that on to somebody today. And I don't care who. And you know what? I Better yet, how about just pass that on to everybody today? I agree. Just... I mean, just provide random acts of kindness to all that you meet. Nowadays, it's not very hard because everybody's in such a hurry all the time. Everybody is so uptight that, uh, well, just don't honk your horn at the car in front of you. And that can be that random act of kindness from you today. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, I, I'm speaking to myself with that one. I know. I feel like I need to say, hear that. <laughs> Just saying that that may be me. Uh, I, I'm always in a hurry, it seems. And um, you know what? Hopefully, this is uh, this will be a part of what I take with my day, just to help me just to just to slow down. Yeah, slow down because you know you you guys encounter folks that they would love the opportunity to have to tell themselves to slow down. Not right, the truth. Yeah. they're they're in situations and predicaments that, well, it's not a whole lot they can do. Yeah. So, um, you know, just think about that today. Think about the fact that today is Random Act of Kindness Day, and really, it's kind of absurd that we have to have a day for that. It should be a part of our everyday repertoire. You think? Yeah. It, it just should. All right, uh, Allie Slavic with Random Acts of Flowers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have, have picked up on all the great information that she's shared with us, but, man, what an organization. Um, revitalizing flowers that are left over from events, left over from sometimes funerals, sometimes weddings. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just had a party and you had beautiful arrangements out. And now they need somewhere. They need a new home. And we'll be that home. We'll take those flowers. Be that home. (laughs) Same Uh, with those vases. You're cleaning out the cupboards, or um, maybe they've been collecting more dust than you thought. Spring cleaning, we're around the corner. We will gladly be a home for all of those vessels. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So, see, there's there's opportunities for you to help no matter what. Absolutely. All right, Allie. Well, tell us about some of the amazing events that you guys have coming up. What's coming around the corner? Yeah. So, Random Acts Flowers, throughout the year, we like to designate 
handful of weeks to special initiatives or groups or causes that really impact the individuals we serve. So November, we have Veterans Week, and it's a really special way to provide these arrangements, oftentimes to men who have never received a floral arrangement before, which is so special. Christmas time, uh, during the holidays, you think about those people isolated in hospitals, Mm -hmm. missing their family. We're able to donate poinsettias, and it's really a beautiful gesture to bring cheer during that holiday time. Uh, Additionally, in June, uh, we're able to honor those at memory care facilities. So we use some of those alternative vases I talked about earlier, plastic containers, and really um, provide a moment of joy to somebody experiencing Alzheimer's or dementia. Um, And then right around the corner, we've got uh, Valentine's Day happened this past week. We have so many flowers in our workshop that we're just (laughs) chomping at the bit to use. And so we have... I bet you guys love Valentine's Day, don't you? Oh, don't we ever. Or the, the 16th. And the 15th, yeah, right? the days following, I think, are our favorite because those are when all the flowers are pouring in. Um, but we've got our Share the Love Week. You see what we did there? We're Ooh. wanting to keep the love going all month like long. It. Yeah. So February also doubles as National Cancer Prevention Month. Mm-hmm. And this is a great way for us to partner with those oncology centers um, and, and organizations serving individuals who have cancer and give them just, you know, a moment of encouragement and that special delivery when they might need it. You know, you think about places like we've partnered with KCBC, people going Mm -hmm. in for checkups and you don't know if it's their last visit or their first, Mm. Uh, but either way, being able to kind of gift them a moment during that time is special. Yeah. Dr. K, she's such a nice, she's such an awesome lady. Oh yeah. She's so awesome. That's just scary. Uh, All right. So random acts of flowers, easiest way to find them. RAFKnoxville.org. That's RAFKnoxville.org. You can reach them online or you can reach them by phone at 865 633 9082. Another topic of the day. It is Random Act of Kindness Day, so mm-hmm. don't forget that. But if today is your birthday, you probably already know this. But if not, you share a birthday with, well, the goat. Yes, Michael Jordan, born on this day in 1963. I think it's no coincidence that the NBA All-Star Weekend falls on Jordan's birthday. The All-Star Game is tomorrow in Indianapolis, and tonight is the AT&T Slam Dunk Contest. Jeez, Michael Jordan won the slam dunk contest back-to-back 1987 and 1988. His winning dunk from the free throw line in 1988 is an image that has sold millions of posters, magazines, and, well, Nike shoes. Everybody who's a sports fan knows the Jumpman logo. Mm -hmm. Man, I, I just saw a replay of that just the other day, too. Just It still just makes me, I'm just amazed. Yeah. Anyway. But the slam dunk contest is lacking a big name like Michael Jordan this year. You have Jaime Hawkins from Miami, Jacob Topin from the Knicks, Jalen Brown from Boston, and the defending champ is a G League player named Mac McClung. Where's LeBron? Where's Durant? Where's Jordan when you need him? Well, he's out celebrating his birthday. I'm sure about all of that. Any right, if you're celebrating a birthday today with Michael Jordan... Congratulations. Hope you enjoy your special day. Um, uh, you know, what? 
do you do you remember much of Michael Jordan? I mean, you're you know, ah, Space you're, Jam. You're that was a that was a pivotal movie in my childhood. So absolutely, he's something special. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm just going to tell you, the original Space Jam. I, I don't care about this second edition and all that. No, it, the original one all the way. It it uh, man. I I mean I was. I was a grown man when that came out, and and I loved it. It was just great. It was for everybody. Yeah, it was for it was for uh, fathers and daughters alike. You had both sides. <laughs> it, I mean, it really it, it just is so well put together. Really right? was, yeah. Uh, Michael Michael Jordan. Um, I mean, in so many ways, is is been so impressionable just on on youth mm-hmm. in in sports. I mean, how many kids who even now to this day still idolize him? He's I, an icon. I, I know that there's conversations about, you know, him and then LeBron and then Kobe and and all these conversations. And I'm just, I mean, maybe it's because of my age. I don't know. Did you watch his documentary? I did. It was so good. I did. It yeah. was so good. It was, uh, you know, the struggle for me mm-hmm. was... I was a Celtics fan. I was, I was a big Larry Bird guy, right? Mm-hmm. And and then Michael hit the scene and the Bulls. And I'm mean, I lived in Illinois at the time, so I had to root for the Bulls. Oh yeah. So you know, it was amazing. Great time. Well, there you go. Well, speaking of goats, there is a goat in town that needs your help, and that is random acts of flowers. Go to rafknoxville.org, donate some flowers, donate some time, donate some money. I hope you've enjoyed your time with Allie and myself this morning. I am so glad to be able to share with you about this amazing organization. All right, well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to shift gears and talk about your HVAC needs. So uh, I don't know how that ties in with random acts of kindness, but I'm sure it does somehow. And we'll figure it out when we come back here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on Newstalk 98.7 WOKI. News Talk 98.7 WOKI presents Around the House with Scott Brokamp, your weekly source for home maintenance and improvements, home services, hobbies, lifestyle, and just about anything you'd find to do around the house. And now, here's your host, Scott Brokamp. Well, good morning and welcome back to Around the House. Man, I hope you I hope you caught the first hour. I'm just going to tell you, I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm pumped up. I'm pumped up. Allie Slavic was here from Random Acts of Flowers. And well, today is Random Act of Kindness Day. Should be every single day. Uh, It shouldn't just be one day. But hopefully this one day helps you to think more about that on a regular basis. Um, Man, just a... the impact that they make on those who are in long-term facilities uh, dealing with lengthened stays in hospitals and stuff like that. It's just amazing to know just the, the things that they're able to do just to bring a smile to someone's face. Uh, And it is just, it's just amazing. So if you missed it, Hey, you can go back and catch it on the podcast, catch it on our website. Uh, it was just uh, very eye-opening to know 
the work that those folks at Random Acts of Flowers do for our community. But moving on just a little bit today. It is, well, February 17th. And you know what today is? It is the Knoxville Flea Market celebrating its grand opening at the Jacobs Center in Chilhowee Park. Their hours are today from 10 to 6. Lady Vols softball team is playing in the Shriners Children's Invitational Tournament in Clearwater. Um, check, go to the Shriners Children's Invitational Tournament website to check out to see what the schedule is for today. Uh, as of last night, they were shifting games drastically for today. They've got some weather coming in down there. Um, so, uh, and let's hope that, let's just, man, we, let's hope our ladies have a lot better day today than they did yesterday. Um, two, two heartbreakers yesterday for our Lady Vols softball team. Um, but you know what? That's all right. That's ball. It happens and, uh, they'll get it back. Knoxville ice bears take on the Macon mayhem tonight at the civic Coliseum intermission Enter- entertainment tonight will be the ever popular wiener dog races puck drops at seven thirty-five. And our eighth ranked Vol basketball team takes on Vanderbilt this evening at six o'clock at the food city center. <coughs> The SEC Network has TV coverage, and you will listen to the game on our sister station, WIVK, the flagship station of the Vol Network. For more information on all events happening around town today, go to visitknoxville.com. That's visitknoxville.com. Well, man, I love my college softball. My girls play softball. I coach softball. We support the Lady Vol Booster Club, Coach Karen Weekly's team. Well, there are few people as passionate about women's and girls in sports than my next guest. Even though we could talk all day about sports, we're going to talk about heating and air. Here is the owner of HCS Mechanical, Big Jim Michaels. Good morning. Welcome back to the show, Big Jim. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You know, it. Uh, you know, random act of kindness day. It just makes me kind of think about how how little our world is, right? Such a small, small world that we live in. And, uh, you know, you and I met at, uh, through a builder and had relations through there and easy now. (laughs) And then lo and behold, come to find out your granddaughter was on my softball team and uh and then learned how you had such an impact at cbfo over the last 30 years uh i started my my girls when they were five, four and five i mean one's 31 one's 34 now and they played till Jana played till she was uh 15 and jillian by sheer dates she got to play through 18 i kept telling her she needs to coach <laughs> she needs to go coach she needs to go coach them girls i mean you know oh yeah well we got we got gavin in there he's uh gavin is uh gonna help take on coaching duties this year so that's pretty exciting so and you guys are probably wondering how does this have anything to do with anything today well you know what talking about random act of kindness day. And I said at the top of the hour, somehow or another, I'm going to find a way to tie in random act of flowers with random acts of kindness to big Jim Michaels of HCS mechanical. And guess what we did. 
through being a small world because you know what big jim has he uh he did a lot of those fields you guys uh you contributed some stuff hard uh you know blood sweat and tears um and uh and, and you've done some things to help them out over at the fields it over the last 30 years and um well just a random act of kindness there you go i love my softball i know man <laughs> don't we though mm. all right well big jim let's talk a little bit uh hvac here um i guess first and foremost man what tell tell our listeners what's the story of hcs mechanical how did you guys come into existence where how did this all start i started doing heat and air uh i went to work for my brother-in-law back in 1987 and uh he and i were not a match for business and so i i went into it on my own after about six months and uh, it's what i've been doing in 2001 uh so when we got state license and all that i was pretty much piddling the other till then then it it got kind of serious and we got a state license and has moved on up since so uh you guys are you're a family business tell us oh yeah i got my daughter in the office and son-in-law that pretty much runs it now uh we bang heads every other day not bad i mean i'm just you know are you sure every other day you sure that's not every day pretty close (laughs) (laughs) well you know uh but just i mean so what's it like having your daughter in there running office uh you have to get after her occasionally but most of the time she's johnny on the spot with things you know she knows how to pull any kind of permit we need knows who to call I mean, she talks with inspectors. She talks with codes. She's, I mean, she writes payroll. She does everything. Yeah. You know, I, I hear she kind of has to get after you a little bit every once in a while, not the other way around. For what? Huh? <laughs> For what? She got to get you, get you going. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. I'm the one that gets there at 730 every morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, somebody's got to be in first, right? get everything in, get everything ready, situated for the day. You know, um, you, you know, I, I work with my wife and, um, it's, uh, you know, working with family and, and it can be, it can be challenging, but you know, they're, they're really at the end of the day, I don't care who you work with. You're going to have ups and downs. And, oh Yeah. And I get, I have the best chance of reconciliation with my wife than I do anybody else. You know what I mean? It, uh, it, it has those challenges, but it is, I mean, as a daughter, as a father, having your daughter work in your business, how rewarding is that? To you, oh, Jim? it's great. I, that's one thing I love, but you know, Gavin is very, so new school, so to speak. I'm very old school. I'm, I'm a paper kind of guy and he is, I, and I fight him tooth and nail dragging me into the digital world. Uh, I believe in going and collecting checks. Gavin says, Oh no, let them push the button on the app and it'll pay us. Well, sometimes that takes a week and <laughs> I've, 
I'm just not built like that. <laughs> well, hey, nowadays if you're waiting on the uh, if you're waiting on the postman to bring that check, you may be waiting more than a week. He'll learn. <laughs> He'll learn. <laughs> I don't know, Jim. It's uh, it's a little different day and age, you know. We, I mean, we had to we had to face some of that, uh, and and even now, uh, there's there's talks of some new legislation coming out because everybody is so much processing on credit cards. And now companies are trying to put that processing fee back onto the client. And then there's the legality issue of you can't make a profit on that transaction fee. And so it's making a mess. And, um, you know, we're going to see how that turns out. But I can tell you this much. I know in my business, it's it's better to provide a convenience to my customer than everything else like us. I mean, we haven't I haven't had a checkbook in eight years, you know, so. Um, it, it's, it's different and it, it, it takes a lot to adjust to that. So anyway, but speaking of different and adjusting to that, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about, well, some things to adjust to, to keep your home climate safe and controlled the way you would like it. We'll be right back here on around the house with Scott Brokamp on news talk, 98.7 W O K I. Welcome back to Around the House. I'm Scott Brokamp, founder and co-owner of His Security and Technology, right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Well, and I'm speaking with another local business owner from right here in Knoxville, Tennessee, as Mr. Big Jim Michaels. Uh, you know, HCS Mechanical, uh, you guys actually came out and took care of a problem at my house. Uh Thank you so very, very much. My wife and kids enjoy it. And, uh, well, not only did you fix my problem, Gavin was able to identify another problem, which has been a source of issues in my home ever since we've lived in it. So, um, I just want to say thanks, big Jim, you guys, uh, you took care of me. In fact, it was last Saturday. I got home from the show. My heat was out and well, I just called big Jim personally and said, Hey man, I need some help. And you got, you got Blake out there right away. He got out there Saturday afternoon and restored the heat. We were back in business and man, I can't thank you enough for that. No problem. Certainly. Not a problem at all. Certainly appreciate that. And guess what? If y'all need help with your heat, just give them a call at 865-777-0555. That's 865-777-0555. 0555. You can find them online at hcsmechanicalcontractors.com. Or if you need to email them, you can at office at hcsmechanicalcontractors.com. All right, Big Jim. What do you want to talk about now? Thermostats? Thermostats. What about what what you got to say about thermostats? Well, we're in a, a new age of of these thermostats that are Wi-Fi that you yeah. put the control on your phone. And sometimes that is the best thing absolutely in the world. Other times you get a customer that sits and watches it. Oh, and, no. And they'll call, it dropped two degrees, you know, and they'll be calling you four times a day. It goes, it went all the way up past that, past that two degrees. Well, <laughs> thermostat watchers. But you can actually 
reduce your bills by having something like this and having a, a uh, programmable to where it, you know, it'll cut your heat down at night and bring it back slowly in the morning to when you get up and then cut it back down, you know, yeah. set, they call them set points. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I know, uh, you know, we deal with some, some thermostats and uh, just a few just a few uh and i had uh i I probably will never forget it but i had a client who called it man this thing's not working it's going crazy and and i you know of course i've got the ability to kind of look at the back end of it and i was looking at the back end and i'm like um so you have your set point set and he said yeah but i manually turned it down i said okay but it's it's still like a programmable thermostat you told it at five o'clock to go to x and you turned it down at four thirty. so when five o'clock came it went to x and you know so like you said it can sometimes it's too much information too much data so i i want to ask this this lifelong debate How's that? We'll, All right. We'll start it that way. <laughs> right. So there is, there's always been a debate. Should I set my temperature at one set temperature and leave it alone? Or does it benefit me to adjust that temperature incrementally throughout the day? Uh, depending on how you do it, but I'm a set it and forget it kind of guy. I mean, I, I tell customers that all the time because they want to fiddle with the thermostat. But if you have a programmable one, mm-hmm. And you have a pretty good schedule that you keep. Yeah. The programming is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, depending on your lifestyle, right? I mean, we, we deal with it all the time. Uh, and, and especially post COVID, I mean, let's face it. There are so many people now that are working from home. They never leave the house. There's somebody there all the time. Whereas it used to be, you could set that programmable thermostat and say, okay, at, 7.30, change it from whatever temperature it was, kick it back 3, 4 degrees, leave it that way all day long, and then, you know, at 4.30, we want to kick that temperature to what we want it to be when we come home. But, man, that, uh, you know, they're, the 8 to 5 working household like that, per se. That is, will save you some money. It It's changed a lot. So, one of the questions I know that we get asked a lot is how extreme should you go in that adjustment of temperature? Depending on the thermostat, some of them will just click it and, and, and go full tilt till it gets to mm-hmm. that set point. Yeah. Others will bring it up slow. Right. It's depending on the thermostat. We sell the Honeywell products, the Honeywell 8,000s. And that's to me, that's the best, the most dependable thermostat out there. I mean, you've got uh, Echo Bees, uh, Nest. There's all kinds of Wi-Fi, but good old Honeywell 8000s, and there's different varieties. Uh, the ones that'll cover dual fuels right up to the straight heat pumps, and, you know, they come in Wi-Fi, pretty much every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah, you can, you can get a multitude of uh, different styles and different kinds of thermostats, you know, and – if you're in, if your home's been built within the last 15 years, for the most part, the energy standard of that home, right? Here's kind of what I've learned a little bit over time is that it, as our homes are more energy efficient nowadays, 
if I'm running my temperature, let's say it's 70 degrees and say I'm leaving, there's not going to be anybody home in my house. If I turn that thing down to 65 degrees, by the time I get home at five o'clock, it may have dropped to 65 degrees. About, about a degree an hour is what air conditioning is. One so, degree an hour. Yeah. Heating's probably a little faster. Mm-hmm. Probably two or three degrees. Sure. But uh, air conditioning's just not made that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, but if you think about it, right, the, the energy efficiency in our home, they're tighter now. And so the loss of temperature when we're gone is less. And so normally if you'll, you know, if you kick that thing back a couple, two, three degrees, there's a good chance that unit may not run all day while you're gone because your home is, is efficient enough to almost sustain that temperature. We're running into a lot of houses being foamed now. Yeah. I mean, that's like living in a cooler. Mm. Uh, Goodness gracious. We rented a cabin, big old cabin, Daryl Kaiser. Uh, we did the heat and air work in it and he built two of them. One of them, he bat and flashed regular blow in, in the attic just down the road. The second one he did, he foamed it. Mm-hmm. Well, we rented the one that was foamed and it, it's 6,000 square feet. It's huge. It's just breathtaking. But, uh, his utility bills, we got to talking about it. The one that didn't have the foam, it was seven eight hundred a month average. Wow. Seven to eight hundred. This one was three hundred a month average. Holy cow! We did. We had to turn the air conditioner on in December because of all, we had twenty something people there. The heat of the bodies kept it warm. Yeah, we didn't run the heat. We ran the air because everybody was hot. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and that's just it. I mean, these the new technologies that we have as we build and construct homes, um, the different insulation, the different products that we have, you know, I will say the, to me, the one downfall of, of using spray foam insulation is that when you go up in the attic, there's no more insulation on top of the sheetrock. So you, you need to think about noise because now your attic is an echo chamber. And so I'll never forget the first foam spray foam insulation job we went to we did a beautiful surround sound theater room did not know that it was going to be spray foamed and we came back and we've got speakers that are in the ceiling and they're just blowing wide open out into the attic because there was no insulation on top so we had to come back. I mean, not a big deal we built some boxes we're able to contain that that cone to be able to deflect that that sound back but you know like i said i mean these are these are things that, um, you know, we always try to talk about conversations with our clients of the pros and the cons, right? Well, I want to make sure that you know that whatever you do, this is what it's going to benefit <coughs> you. But there's also, here's here's some things that you want to look out for. And, um, you know, and that's one of them, right? That's that's one of them. Absolutely. That Absolutely. I, I love going into a spray foam attic because you're not digging around in insulation, you can also use a 90%, 90-plus furnace in an attic because it's conditioned. Yeah. And uh, it's a lot better than than an 80 with a, in an unconditioned attic. It, it sounds like it's about 10 better. Well, <laughs> when, you, uh, when you go and have to redo the drains when they freeze, yeah. 
That's the problem. That's the problem. Got to make sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, you know, being able to have control over the temperatures in your home um, with a programmable type of thermostat, whether it's got remote cap- capabilities or not, it, it's it's important to never just sit there and watch it. Just, just you know, you've got to understand how that works, right? You're, you're trying to heat or cool a space. It's going to kind of go above whatever that temperature is so that it can stay there and then maintain before it runs again. Otherwise, that unit's just going to run, 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 and, you know, you got to be At my house, that. we keep it at 64 year-round. I'm glad I'm not your ass. I have no heat bill to speak of and, and bigger, larger air conditioning bills. Yeah, I'm not, no, no, I need to. My, my old... Even my old Midwestern Illinois boy, mm-mm, no, no thanks. It's taken me quite a few years to climatize my wife, so. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Hey, we're going to take a short break, but, well, when we come back, we're we're going to talk a little bit about what is the difference? What is 80? What is 90? What's the difference in that? Sure. What's, what's going on in the world of HVAC and uh, what are some things coming down the pike to look at and talk about so that you can be prepared for the future in your home? We'll be right back here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Well, welcome back to Around the House. I am Scott Brokamp with his security and technology. Well, talking about some other technology, I got Big Jim Michaels, HCS Mechanical, in the house this morning. Well, we were talking a little bit about thermostats, and uh, well, I guess let's keep this in that technology realm, but we'll keep it in a technology realm that's right up your alley. How's that? All right. I, I know you're not the uh, the guy that loves all the new automated digital world. But uh, let's face it, HVAC is still mechanical. It's going to always be mechanical in one way, shape, form, or another. So what's new in the world of HVAC? What's coming down the pike? What do we need to be aware of? Coming down the pike is a change in refrigerant. And they slated. Oh, boy, again. Again. You know, when 410 came out, it was it was the savior of all saviors. It was cheap. Now it's, I remember buying jugs of it for 65, 70 bucks. And now it's like three, 400 for a jug. Well, you know, that's just standard inflation, big Jim. <laughs> when I started, Sorry, I couldn't I help st- that one. When I started doing this, R22 was $35. I know. I and, know. And now it's 17 or 1800. They're not making any more. So what's, uh, so what's so special about this new refrigerant? And well, when can we see it to start hitting the market well uh i think it's slated in 26 i think it's going to come out next year but the sale of all the other manufactured stuff that are giving us another year before it has to be sold the distributor can't sell it after right i think it's the beginning of 26 if i'm not mistaken and lo and behold it's a propane based refrigerant special tools special everything Interesting. 
I'm not going to say what you're thinking, but that's the truth. It will happen. Hmm. You know, I, I mean, I love propane, especially for my gas grill. I don't know that I want it for anything else. I mean, I've used propane. I used to. Can you imagine welding? Um, the copper lines. I I, I can imagine propane in a copper lines probably not going to be real good. So is there going to be new line sets, new materials for line sets? No, you just have to evacuate it completely before you mm-hmm. weld. I, I think that's what they're going to say. I, I, I don't know. We haven't got enough information on it yet to really speculate, but I know it's coming. Mm. Well, you know, it, and I will say this, um, Again, I've, I've used propane for multiple uses, um, and propane has been used to power equipment for years, very successfully. Um, you know, it's one of the best refrigerants around. I mean, it's a good refrigerant. It really is. It's Uh, dangerous. (laughs) It can be dangerous. You know, it can be dangerous. So I, you know, um, yeah, I'll I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to dive into that, that pool. Uh, not today. I'll stay out of it. It's too cold to dive into the pool today. How's that? Great. So, um, all right. So new refrigerant, new units. Uh, that means the old refrigerant is going to go away, which means servicing your current unit is going to become ridiculously more expensive. They're going to, I think they're going to make 410A because there's so many units out there. They're going to have to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't think that'll happen for several years. Yeah. Until the turnover. Well, you know, I mean, just looking at when we went from uh, R12, obviously, in, in, in automotives and R22, when we made that transition uh, over to 410, that, I mean, even now to this day, my dad, his air conditioning is, it's still, it's still an old R22 system. Now, look, my dad was an HVAC guy, right? That's what he did his whole entire life. So he's maintained that thing pretty good. I think he's got, he's on almost 30 years on this unit. Say it has to be 30 years. Um, better. So, but you know, the pain point for him to go service it, uh, I remember, I guess it was two or three years ago and he had to service that unit and man, you can't eat a, couldn't find R22 anywhere. Luckily, he had an old buddy who still had a little bit left. Well, they've got drop-ins, drop-in refrigerants, yeah. uh, 421 and a uh, a 99. I mean, there's 407. You can drop it right in there. Well. They say that you're supposed to evacuate the whole thing and then go back right. to that, and that can be expensive. But Yes. But it they do make drop-ins for 22. So – um, let's, let's talk about SEER, SEER ratings. Um, obviously that's the, the biggest thing that most consumers know about is, is SEER ratings that recently changed how they do SEER ratings, right? It does. It has to do with static pressure and your blowers. Um, uh, what's that? What does that mean? What's static pressure? The pressure of the air as it goes through the ductwork. Okay. All right. Uh, Everything is a SEER 2 now. Okay. It's 14 most of the time, but it, they call it SEER 2. It's, they're not supposed to call it SEER anymore. It's it's SEER 2. SEER 2. Yeah. All right. 
So what's what's required now? What is the standard SEER two rating? That it is you a, must it's have? a fourteen plus, if I'm not mistaken. Fourteen plus. Yeah, we're we're getting to where we're selling on the custom houses. We're putting in two stage, uh, so we can do zoning properly. Mm-hmm. It's hard to zone with. Say you got a three ton, you got uh, two zones. One of them's got eight or nine runs on it. One of the others, eight or nine runs. It's hard when you cut that one side off and everything blows right through there. Right. You have to use a bypass damper. Uh, but if you got a two stage, it'll only come on, so to speak, halfway or 60% when you're only one zone calling. Gotcha. Yeah. Makes See. it a lot easier on your equipment. It costs a little more to put in, but it works great. Well, and that's, you know, that's one of the things that, I really like about you guys. I mean, again, I know you guys do a lot of new construction. uh, And and one of the things with that, right, is you got to design the system properly. The, you know, (laughs) I'm not going to talk about what we found at my house, but okay, I'll talk about what we found at my house. So dual transformers feeding the zone board. (laughs) Yeah, that was one. Um, But so what we found was, one of the runs was tied to the wrong zone. So when it was, when my main floor zone was running, it was running half of the main floor. And then the other, um, the other trunk that was supposed to be the other half of the main floor actually was going to the upstairs in my girls' bedrooms. And, we've had this problem ever since we've been in there that it's like it, the thermostat says it's at this, but it's not at that temperature. Well, now we know why it's finally fixed. It took three years. It's finally fixed. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my goodness. It, the difference that it makes in a minute, you guys we just figure that out just this week, you know, uh, and already just being able to see the difference in the temperature balance in my home. And, and that's the key, right? Is making sure that, you know, making sure that trunking is hooked up properly, but being able to design that design, the, the trunking, the sizing of the ductwork of the unit and being able to take in all considerations, the build of the home. That's true. Uh, in 22, we did 213 new houses this year. I haven't counted this past year, I haven't counted, but it's over 200. Yeah. I've got some really good builders I work for. Um, some, of, some of them, one one or two of them were tough to get used to in the, in, in the beginning. Yeah. And now they're just absolutely, we're, you know, clicking together. Yeah. And, and uh, well, that really makes, makes a difference. Well, you know. I mean, it's, it, it's a relationship, right? Everybody's got to kind of understand each other and, uh, be able to figure out the best way to work together to benefit the client. I mean, that's, that's the end story, right? It's, it's making sure the client's happy and you know how to make a client happy. That is making sure that what you do works. That's true. That's, that's the absolute truth. So, uh, look, we're, we're in beautiful East Tennessee. And my house, like so many homes, we have a bazillion gazillions of windows. 
a lot of these windows are floor to ceiling, it seems. <laughs> uh, how does that impact you when you're designing a home for your heating and cooling needs? You have to take into account the glass, what the glass is, <clears throat> and uh, how much there is of it. Uh, we've got a computer program that we do uh, it wall by wall, ceiling, floor, and there's calculations on each of it. It's a step-by-step thing, and it'll tell you. And we're guilty of it just like everybody else. Uh, we try to oversize a half a ton. Mm-hmm. That way when you get to 100 degrees, because your load's only designing it to 95 to keep right. your home within 20 degrees of 95 degrees, that's that's how they're designed. When it gets to 100 degrees, we want a little extra in there to – not get that phone call. Hey, it's hot in my house. Right. That's the worst phone call you can get. It's running to its capacity mm. and it doesn't work. Yeah. That happens. I've had it happen once that I can remember. Yeah. And we changed, I just changed the unit. Uh, let's give them a bigger unit. Our bad. Yes. Yeah. You, you can't argue. Well, you know, I mean, and sometimes that happens, you know, um, that's, uh, but that's where experience that's where experience matters. That's where having somebody who has done this and has seen the pitfalls, look, you can you can do things by the numbers, but guess what? Life doesn't actually run by the numbers, right? So when it's based efficiency is based on ninety five degrees and you get those days that are above that, not only above ninety five degrees, but it may be ninety five degrees, but with with the uh, ambient humidity outside it may feel like 110 and uh guess what your unit it's it's gonna sweat its butt off just like you are never turn off you got to make sure that your unit is prepared for what's to come that's why you need to call my friends over at hcs mechanical big jim michaels he'll take care of you because well nothing runs like a train ain't that what they say hard hard to beat a train hard to stop a train there you go Well, you can give them a call at 865-777-0555. That's 865-777-0555. If you got questions for Big Jim, give us a call. Shoot us a text, 865-656-8255. That's 865-656-8255. We'll be right back here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. I am Scott Brokamp, founder and co-owner of His Security and Technology. And well, I'm teching, talking on tech with another guy you may know. Goes by Big Jim. He uh, <clears throat> definitely wants to make sure to take care of your hot wife in the summertime. <laughs> if you've never heard that ad from Big Jim and HCS Mechanical, it is hilarious. Uh, absolutely hilarious. I'm sure it'll run again this summer, this spring when it comes up, but, uh, you're never short for a laugh. Are you? <laughs> no, that was my daughter's idea. Jana. Uh, I don't doubt that. Uh, I don't, um, <clears throat> do that, you have a hot wife? <laughs> well, we can take care of her. That is that. That was just, that's great. Uh, you know, you and, and my good buddy David Brewster over there at Aqua Clear Water Systems come up with some of the best commercials. He I, does. I have 
I have ever heard. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm apparently not quite that talented. So, you know, our our stuff's not really that good. But uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, but that's look. Let's face it. That's one of the things that you get when you work with a local company. Uh, you work with a family-owned company. Is is you get that you get real, right? You get real people, real life, real situations, and um, well, they're right here. They're living in our community. They're working in our community, giving back to our community, just like you. And I, I know for myself, that's one of the things that I enjoy about owning a business is that I have an opportunity to reach a little further into my community. Just do. Uh, it's nice to be able to give back and, and it's nice to be able to just be there to support our community. We were having one of our weekly sales meetings and a part of the conversation was, was just that, right? We're there to help. We're not always the solution. We're not always the answer. We're not always the best fit, but we still can provide solutions. We still can provide good information. And I know that that's one of the things that you can count on with you guys at HCS Mechanical is that you're going to get a good, honest opinion, like it or not, but you know, you, you're going to just let people know, Hey, I, I may not be the right guy to fix this for you. Or I may not be the right guy to take care of this for you, but here's somebody who can, or, you know, Hey, maybe you are the right guy. You never know. <laughs> If you want to find out if HCS is the right company for you, give them a call, 865-777-0555. Well, I got a question for you. Shoot. So, you know, we talked about the adjusting of the thermostat. What about the blower? I've heard some folks say that you just need to run that fan 24-7. Don't ever shut it off. It's designed to run that way. I hear some folks say, no, nah, you don't want to do that. What's your take? You've done this a long time. That is a personal choice. Yeah. It doesn't cost a lot to run a blower. Yeah. It's a couple of amps that it's, that it pulls, uh, not a whole lot, but, uh, it, it will keep the dust out of your air into the filters catching it. Yeah. A lot of turnover, uh, and keep your air a little fresher, but. Sure, it's probably going to cost you ten bucks a month to run. Well, ten bucks to to get rid of some dust. I'm I'm down. Hey, I don't think anybody, any filter, any blower, could take the dust out of my house. <laughs> I've got three German shepherds, and that's all we do is dust. Oh Lord, you know what? I uh, <clears throat> I had a black lab and a shepherd rottweiler mix oh wow and um I'll, I'll never forget i was living in florida i i ripped out the carpet replaced all the carpet i put uh tile ceramic tile throughout the home which obviously i mean it was in florida very common but i used a it was called jasper gray and it was a very nice subtle gray looked nice looked beautiful but both of my dogs were black and I'll never forget, I had a really long day. I left the house at about 5.30 a.m., and I didn't get back to the house until about 7 p.m. And I came home, and I'm telling you what, my floor was black. I understand. It was black. More than you know. 
I'm like, my chair's in the living room and where my feet hit the ground, it rolls up. Oh. The hair rolls up. Oh. <laughs> Sheila, she's got, we bought her a shark a couple of years ago. She's had a couple of them, but I mean, one pass and, and our carpet's like 12 by 14 or something like that. I just had it cleaned. Uh, it fills the, the little <laughs> container in the shark up. <laughs> I don't know how the dogs have any hair. Oh. It, it just amazes me. Yeah. Well, all right. That's uh that's another show for another day. You got that it. That is definitely it. All right. Let's, uh, we got a few minutes left here, big Jim. Let's talk maintenance a little bit. What are, what are a few of the top three key components or key things we need to be mindful of with maintenance on our systems? We've got a, uh, a maintenance program that, that Matthew came up with. Um, we will come out to your house in the spring before air conditioning and make sure you're ready to rock when the, the warm weather hits. And if you want to do it twice a year, you get a substantial break, uh, in, in the cost will come out in the fall and make sure your heating is ready to go. Check the heat exchangers. Uh, if it's a heat pump, check the pressures, clean the coals, that type of thing. Are there things that we can do, uh, ourselves as homeowners to, um, I'm not going to say to perform those maintenance items, but to, to kind of help two or three things. Yeah. Yeah. What do we need to do? Change your filters on time. Every time, uh, clean your, in the summertime when you're mowing, make sure you hose that condenser off and don't mm. let that grass get in it. Um, uh, it's going to pull enough dust from the outside anyway. And that's, that's the coil cleaning. Uh, we put the, uh, it's called a coil cleaner and comes in, different colors for the different strengths and then we'll hose it off you don't use a brush just right. water um, and they'll operate a whole lot more efficient right yeah i mean that coil <clears throat> i mean it's just it's just little fins with air surrounding through it so you don't you don't want to brush it uh you know straight straight uh hose that thing down so well jim i again i, I always enjoy having you here i always enjoy spending some time with you and uh, uh again thank you to your team for taking care of of my home um you know it uh as always it always breaks at the most inopportune time <laughs> uh and it was definitely an inopportune time for for us at our house and so i thank you uh if you guys need to get in touch with big jim give him a call 865-777-0555 that's 865-777-0555 Hey, if you've missed part of today's show and want to get back and listen again, there's a link on my website. Just go to hissecurity.com and click on the ATH radio tab to find recordings of past shows. Or you can stream Around the House with Scott Procamp on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, or anywhere else you get your favorite podcast. I'd like to thank my guests for being on the show today. Allie Slavic, the executive director of Random Acts of Flowers, and Jim Michaels, owner of HCS Mechanical Contractors. If there is a topic you'd like to hear or featured on the show, drop us a line at thehouse at hissecurity.com. Around the House is produced by News Talk 98.7 with guest coordination services by B Media Savvy. We'll be back next week with another live show where we'll talk about what to do with stuff you need to get out of your house. And if you were listening to today, we know where you can take those vases to get rid of them. Hey, just remember, today is Random Act of Kindness Day.
So while you are sitting around your house today, talk to your friends and family about how you can provide a random act of kindness today. Thanks for listening and enjoy your quality time around the house. Tune in again next Saturday morning for Around the House with Scott Brokamp, only on News Talk 98.7 WOKI.